Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 585. And today, I'm going to share with you what I call the content trifecta strategy for more traffic and sales. And this is going to be a legit training. All right. So get ready to deep dive into these five steps. And there's actually three things that drive this, hence the trifecta. Uh, So that's what I'm going to be covering here. Now, you might recall a couple of episodes recently that I did. One of them was episode 579 with how a blogger made $16,000 in 24 hours selling a private label product. Well, it all came down to a blog that she built over the past three and a half years, and now she's leveraging that audience, that traffic, her email list, all of that stuff. So that's why I'm really, really trying to drive this point home that we have to start thinking about building our brand, but also building these other outside assets, all right? Now, the other one that I just shared recently was episode 584, okay, with Cassidy Tuttle. And she gave us a whole rundown on how she built her blog over the past five years. And now she's getting 500,000 monthly, that's right, monthly visitors, unique visitors in a weird niche, very weird niche. If you didn't listen to that, go ahead and listen to that. I'll, uh, I'll leave it at that. Uh, it's, it's a very weird niche, but it's something that I didn't even think of that you would be able to build that much traffic from, which is crazy. And uh, she's doing over six figures a year and actually full-time her and her husband now. So, um, and she's actually getting into physical products now because of our conversation. She's actually in one of my masterminds. So um, definitely want to listen to those, but not yet, not yet. Because in this episode here, this is going to be a training that you're not going to want to miss. All right. And again, I broke it down into five steps but there's three different components that we're going to be talking about here, all right? So let me talk about those components. Actually, before I do that, let me remind you that um, I actually did a full video on this over on my YouTube channel. So again, if you're not over on my YouTube channel, you should probably get over there. You should probably subscribe because every Wednesday, I've been posting a new whiteboard video kind of demonstrating and diagramming these different types of strategies. So the amazing seller tv.com will take you over there, subscribe, hit the little bell. So you get notified when I post a new video and uh, yeah, leave a comment over there. If you have any questions, um, I'm going to also embed that video inside of today's show notes, which can be found at the amazing seller.com forward slash 585. And again, I'll embed that video in the show notes this way here. You can watch it through and it'll make, it'll make a lot more sense if you can actually see it, but I want to cover everything here in this episode. All right. So again, this is a very simple strategy, but it will require some work. All right. And like I said, there are three components. All right. Number one, there's an email list. Okay. Number two, there will be a video. Now, don't get nervous. Don't get scared. I'm going to kind of walk through what the video formula kind of looks like and how to get some ideas there. And it will require a YouTube channel. So the video and the YouTube thing is kind of one thing. And then a blog post or a place that you can actually post this content. So we can take this one piece of content and we can really amplify it and we can uh, get it really shown and shared and delivered to people. All right, but that's why we talk a lot about list building, okay? Not just about making the money, 
Okay. It's, it's about connecting with the audience. And there's something else that I recently did a video on, which was, you know, a lot of us are going after, you know, a very small portion of our market. So I want you to just kind of think here for a second before we jump in here. So this will make a lot more sense. Just pretend you see like a big circle or don't pretend, actually imagine seeing a big circle, right? And now look at like 5%. So if you put like a little line at the bottom, 5% of that, that is what most business owners right now, especially Amazon sellers are focusing on is the 5% that are ready to buy today because people that are over on Amazon, they're generally there to buy. Now we're looking at 5% of the market, your market, okay, takes up a hundred percent like of that pie. All right. Or of that circle, but only 5% of them are probably ready or actively ready to buy, right? So now there's 45% of those people. So now if you drew a line all the way through the center, you've got the rest of that, except you're still leaving another 50%. But let's just say 45% of people aren't really ready yet to buy, but they might be ready in the next four to six months. That's that part of the pie. And then we've got the other 50% that's being ignored, all right, or you're waiting, you know, 12 months before they come over to to Amazon or whatever platform you're selling on to eventually buy. What we want to do is we want to continually be in front of these people all the time. So this way here, they might have thought about buying in four to six months, but if you remind them of it, or if you start to, you know, really engage with them and start to be part of their world, there's a better chance that they're going to buy sooner than later. And that's what we want to do. And as we're doing this, as we're building these assets, and while we're doing these content strategies, we're actually putting a piece of content out there, a piece of real estate that lives right forever right? The minute we put it out there, it lives forever on the internet. Okay. As long as, you know, you don't get banned by YouTube or, you know, you, um, you, you get banned by Google and you can't post anything anymore. I don't think that's going to happen, but that's the only way, but you're, you're in a sense creating these pieces of real estate or these assets that people will be able to find now, but also, you know, five months from now or five years from now. And the cool thing with the email list is the email list. We were able to then let people know that we posted this content. So this way here, it kind of speeds up that process. Right. And then they're going to look forward to that. But then also if you have Facebook, right, which a lot of us have Facebook uh, or at least uh, reach uh, as far as our Facebook fan page or a group. And even if you don't, you can do Facebook ads, but then you can also then drive people to the content that way. Now, the email list is probably one of the easier ways to do it right now. And also one of the ways that you can you can pretty much be sure that it's going to happen, right? Like if you have an email list, it's probably going to happen because you have access to it. If they have to run a Facebook ad, it might be a little bit more challenging, although I still think you should figure that part out and you should still do that. But the email list is pretty much the easiest way to be able to push a, you know, or click a button and let it happen, right? You push something and it goes, right? And that's what we're talking about here. And I'm going to break it down and and kind of show you or kind of demonstrate here, you know, in an audio form, but I do describe it pretty, uh, you know, pretty clearly on my whiteboard in that video. Now, the one thing I want to remind you of as well is if you're thinking to yourself, well, Scott, I don't know about this list building thing. I don't know about like content. I don't know about any of that stuff. Well, I would really encourage you uh, to go over to our TAS Breakthrough U uh, resources and training and community over there because we have right now, we have a list building training in there. It's actually a seven day crash course. And then we also have an audience accelerator in there. It's actually another training and it's also swipe files of 
emails. So this way here, you can have templates that you can kind of build off of. All right. Because a lot of people get hung up on those details. So inside of TAS Breakthrough U, we actually cover that stuff in detail. And then also, if you have any questions, we get on every other week and we answer questions. All right. And there's a community there of people that are doing similar things here in their business that you could then bounce ideas off of. So if you're interested in that, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash training. All right. And for a very small investment, you'll have access to all of our trainings and you'll be able to jump on group coaching calls every other week if you have any questions. So there you go. Go ahead and uh, check it out if you are interested and if you think you need the help. All right. So let's kind of dive in here. All right. Now, here is what we need to do. Number one, we need to find content ideas. All right. So Again, depending on your market, you need to do a little bit of research. So how do you do research? It's very simple. You go over to YouTube, okay? I would start there and I would type in, okay, whatever it is that you're searching for or whatever your customers could be searching for or your people in your market are searching for because we wanna get their interest of things that they're searching for, that they're obviously interested in. So again, we're gonna use the bass fishing as an example. If I typed in, you know, how to catch more bass, it will then fill in in a pond, in a lake, uh, you know, whatever, in cold water, whatever it is, right? And then those would be the pieces of content that I would start to drill down into, all right? So these are just ways for me to get content ideas. So I would block out some time and only focus on figuring out, you know, 10 solid ideas that you think that your market would be interested in. And the way that we're able to see if they're interested in it is because we can then start looking on YouTube and see how many views, how many comments, how many likes, how many shares or thumbs up on YouTube, I think it is, you know, so we can look at all that stuff. So it's kind of like what we're doing on Amazon. We're letting Amazon tell us what products people are buying. Well, we're, we're in a sense doing the same thing on YouTube. We're letting YouTube tell us by the views and by the engagement, what people are really resonating with. And then we might, we might look at a channel. If you find a channel that they are devoted to building out content around this market, then I would go to all their videos and I would search, there's a little filter in there, and I would search for popular videos or most viewed, right? And then I would start working myself backwards. Those would be pieces of content that I would start to get in my mind that I would create, okay? So now step two in this is you need to create some video and that's where people get hung up, all right? Now at this point, and I have a friend of mine that kind of was going through this process and he ended up not shooting the video until he, well, he didn't want to shoot the video until I told him he needs to, um, before he learned how to edit the video. Who cares about editing the video yet? We don't have to worry about that. We need to figure out the content, then we gotta figure out um, how we're gonna shoot the video, but then we don't have to figure out how to edit it. And to shoot the video, very simple. Your iPhone, use a tripod, and you don't even need a mic at this point. For me personally, just get close enough to the camera and just talk about it or share it. Um, or if you wanna get fancy, you can get a, uh, a, you know, a handheld mic if you want to for you know, 20, 30 bucks, or you can get a little lav mic. Um, you don't have to get fancy. You can get a little Zoom mic. Um, just, again, there's a lot of resources out there to figure out what mic to get. I wouldn't get fancy. I would just go ahead, use your phone, a tripod, because you want it to be stable, and a decent mic, something under $100, right? So for the whole setup, you could be in business for probably less than 100 bucks, all right? So create that video. Now, a lot of people say, well, Scott, what should I put in the video? Well, I like to start the video with a hook. Basically, what are they gonna learn? Hey, guys, this is Scott, and in today's video, I'm gonna share with you how to catch more bass in cold water here today. That's it, that's the hook, right? 
you showed up, you searched for it, you showed up and you seen that, you're like, yep, that's exactly what I was searching for. You know, hey guys, this is Scott. In today's video, I'm gonna show you five things that you must have in your tackle box on your next fishing trip. Like if you were if you were searching for what you need to take with you on your fishing trip or your bass fishing trip or your tournament and you came to that video, it's pretty much on par with what you're searching for, right? So it's really important that you just get right to it, right? And then from there, you're gonna dig right into teaching it. Now, the one thing you might wanna do, and I've played around with this, and again, I don't wanna overthink this because you're always gonna get better. Your, your first video will be your worst, and that's fine. Just do it, okay? So you might wanna say something like, you know, Hey guys, it's Scott, and in today's video, I'm going to share with you how to catch, you know, bass in cold water using these three techniques, and uh, and I really can't wait to share them with you. Uh, do me one favor: if you find this video valuable or helpful, share it with some of our other fishing buddies out there. So this way, here we can all have fun catching more fish. All right, guys. So here's what you got to do: step one, and then you just go into your teaching. All right. So teach hook, maybe a little bit of a call to action, and then teach. Okay. And then at the very end, all you're going to do, another little call to action. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this video. Do me a favor. If you have any questions on what I just shared with you, or if you have anything that you want to add that maybe I didn't share, go ahead, drop it in the comments down below. Now, what this does is it gets engagement. It gets comments coming in on YouTube. YouTube likes that. YouTube's a search engine. So that's going to also help you rank on that platform, which by the way, at this point, I'm not even really thinking about ranking myself on YouTube. That's going to naturally happen, but that's not even what I'm thinking here. I'm thinking that I want to supply content to my email list so then they can share it and potentially, you know, start to get in front of other people. All right. And then also push the blog and all that stuff, which I'll talk about here in a minute. All right. So again, let's kind of go back, find content ideas. Once you find one that you want to do, then go ahead and create that video. And you want the title of the video that you're going to put on YouTube to really be the same one that you have in your video. So if you're going to create how to catch more bass um, in cold water, then that first thing in your video, the hook should be the exact same thing as your headline because YouTube transcribes that first part of your video and that also helps you with, with uh, search engine optimization for YouTube. So just a little side tip there. A lot of people say, Scott, how long should the video be? As long as it needs to be, but I like five to 10 minutes, right? You know, again, if you're gonna give them you know, exactly what they need and you're not gonna ramble, you're gonna get right to it. And that's why as far as preparing, I would just have bullets, right? What's the, what's the hook? how to catch more bass in cold water. That's what it is, right? And then I would have like three things that you're gonna cover. One is make sure this, two, make sure this, three, make sure this. And then the last thing is, okay, hopefully you found this useful. And if you did, let me know, share this. And then you're also gonna wanna ask them to subscribe to your channel, right? And that's it. Hey, if you want more bass tips like this one right here, do me a favor, share the love, subscribe to the channel. I'd really appreciate it. And until next time, get out there, catch more bass. Talk to you later, Scott right? Have an awesome day, whatever, right? So that's it. That's all it's got to be, okay? Five to 10 minutes, three to 10 minutes, whatever. Whatever it's got to be, just make sure that it's helpful, it's useful, and um, and you're just getting to the point and you're going to teach, okay? So number three now, now that we have a video and it resides on our on our hard drive of our computer, we got to do something with it. We got to distribute it, okay? And this is where it gets pretty powerful, all right, with one piece of content, okay? Number three here in this little five-step roadmap I'm going to give you is you need to create a YouTube channel, but please, please, please do not create the YouTube channel until you have at least one video created, all right? Now, the cool thing about the YouTube channel is once you create it, you don't have to do this step anymore, okay? But you will have to 
put a title in there. You'll have to, uh, you know, do a little bit of research. So this way here, you can figure out what title you're going to use. That's best, you know, for maybe some of the other popular videos that that you found on YouTube. Um, you want tags. Okay. Tags are basically keywords. Um, again, don't worry about figuring it out, all out, making it perfect. Just put some tags in there. Usually, you know, stuff that's related to, to exactly what that is. And there's some different tools and stuff that you can use. There's, there's one um, called vid IQ, which is pretty good. Um, again, I'll drop all these links in the show notes and stuff. Um, but again, that's getting a little bit in the weeds here of what we're doing. I just want you to get it up, right? Like get that video shot and get it posted on the YouTube channel, okay? Now, once you do this, I also want you to create a playlist. Playlists are kind of like a brand new video in a sense. They're searchable inside of YouTube and it'll give you a little bit more reach. So why not do that, right? So just create a playlist. In this one here, it might be beginner um, beginner's fishing tips, right? So if someone was searching for beginner's fishing tips, it's gonna also be searchable, all right? Now, anything that you create that's in line with that, or that's related to that, that would go inside of that playlist, all right? Now, the cool thing about that is if someone comes into your playlist and you have five videos, though a lot of times, especially if they're if they're related, they're going to binge watch them. Now, what YouTube loves is having people on their platform and watching a lot of people's videos. If there are a lot of your videos, it's going to help you rank your other videos. So again, it's the same thing as like Amazon or Google. They have an algorithm. And they have different criterias and things that actually boost up um, the searchability and, you know, kind of getting you to rank, all right? Now, the other thing that I would do, and I always do, is in the very first part of the description, you're allowed to put links in there, okay? And you have to put in there HTTP colon forward slash forward slash and then your link. If you don't, it won't be clickable, okay? So what I would want to do is just put that in there as a link. And in that link might just be a link over to your blog post, which you're going to create after. So I'm gonna kind of leave that right there for right now, but just understand that once you do have a blog in place or a link or a place that you wanna drive people, that is where that link will go, okay? In the description, in the very first part of the description, because that way there, after it gets through like the first five lines, it'll say read more. We don't want that to be hidden. We want it to be the very first thing that they can see and that they can click. And you might even wanna, you might even wanna mention that in the video and say, hey, I've, ad I've added some, uh, some links inside of the description to help you further on some of the other videos I shot or some of the other resources that I talked about. And also just again, a little side note, you can also put affiliate links in there for Amazon products or even your own products inside of the description. So that's another cool thing that you can do by building out this channel. Now, again, building the channel is something that you're doing right now, but you're not going to see a huge benefit of it right this second. A lot of the stuff you're doing now will build upon itself, just like it did for the two guests that I recently had on that built blogs that are getting over 300,000 unique visitors to their blog. And they have YouTube channels that are getting a ton of traffic and they're building that stuff out, but it's, it's over time. All right. But this is things that you can do with this one piece of content that can really, really, um, be optimized and, and really take advantage of these different, these different areas. Now, the next thing that you want to do, once you have that stuff done is you want to have a place to post it because again, YouTube is searchable on Google and within YouTube, but now what we want to do is we, we want to have our own home base. I call this our home base. This is our own website slash blog, okay? This is where we're going to post that video, but here's something else we're going to do. We're going to take that video and we're going to have it transcribed, all right? And the way that you have it transcribed, there's two different services. They're owned by the same company. There's temi.com 
T-E-M-I.com or Rev.com. Now, Temi is like 10 cents a minute, which is crazy. Um, and then Rev.com, I think, is a dollar a minute. And the difference is, is Temi's about 80 to 90% accurate and Rev is about 100% accurate. Um, so it's up to you. Um, usually for my YouTube videos, I'll use Temi because it's just got to be close. Um, Rev, I would probably use for transcriptions that I wanted to be like 100% accurate, right? And in this case, on a blog post, you probably want to spend the money on that. So for a five minute video, you're talking like $5, right? That's it. It takes less than 24 hours to have it done. All right. Now you might want to edit that content inside of the post. You might want to add some pictures. And when I had Cassidy on, she said how pictures are really, really underutilized and they should be utilized more. So maybe take a few pictures of whatever you're talking about, and then you can keyword load those pictures. And then those are searchable. So it's another place for you to be found. So adding those pictures is, is pretty key, um, in doing that. And then you want to embed the video inside of that post. So now what's happened is we have a video that's embedded, which also gives you some more juice coming from YouTube because YouTube is now linking technically over to your blog. And then inside of there, you can also have a link that points back to your YouTube channel. So now if you're familiar at all with SEO or search engine optimization, you know, Google likes to see links, right? And these are legit links. They're yours just on two different platforms. All right. So again, you want to post this video on your blog and you want to then write about it. Now, if you just want to write a brief summary about it, you can, but I think there's going to be more benefits of having longer form content on that page because it's more, uh, it's more text or more words that can be indexed inside of Google. All right. Now there's things also, and I'm not going to get too techy here because I don't want to get you confused or overwhelmed, but there's things that you can do inside of that post to then further optimize it. You can do that later. You definitely want your title. That's number one, but then you have these H1, H2 and H3 tags. And all that they are is like, it's like your title. And then it's like, um, you have a, you have another headline or subject line, which also is a little bit weighted differently for, for search. And then you have another one, which is an H3 tag. Um, so those are important, um, but they're not something that you have to have to have right now. And I don't want you to, to think you have to have everything kind of dialed in. You can kind of do that stuff later. Um, you can come back and kind of like, you know, spruce things up a little bit, but I just right now want that content to reside on a platform. Um, also you want to, you know, break up the content so it's easier to read. So you might want to block it up a little bit, you know, instead of it being just this giant block of text, you want it to be broken up. So it reads easily. And then the other thing is, is if, if you have other content that you want to link out to do that, or once you start to get more of these pieces of content, then you can start to re refer to each of those pieces of content that reside on your links or on your page. Um, or your website or blog. And now what this does as well is it gets interlinking going. And again, that's another thing that Google looks at is interlinks. Basically when you link back and forth to some of your content, because again, it's showing that you have content that's related to each other. All right. So everything's about relevancy. It's the same thing with Amazon listings, right? If, if you're relevant, you have a better chance of ranking and the algorithm likes that, right? Because they know people want to get what they're searching for. The exact same thing applies here. All right. So post this on your blog or your website or both, you know, we call blogs blogs, but it's basically a website. Okay. It's just a place that you post content on a regular basis. All right. And now number five is an email list. All right. You need to have an email list. So this way here, we can let the email list know. And I actually drew this whole thing out 
on my whiteboard so you can kind of see how everything flows and how everything is kind of connected. So definitely check that out. And again, I'll, I'll link everything up in the show notes, uh, theamazingseller.com forward slash 585. Um, all right. So here's what you want to do with the email list. All right. And again, we've talked about building the email list. I've done free workshops. I've also got, you know, training inside of TAS Breakthrough U. So again, a little plug here, if you have not, uh, joined yet, you really should because there's all of this stuff in there as well. Um, and you can ask any questions on our biweekly calls, um, theamazingseller.com forward slash training. Uh, check that out. All right. So email list. Here's the deal. Okay. We want to write a short email. This does not have to be a novel. It needs to be short and it needs to be directing them to where you want them to go. Where do we want them to go? We're going to tell them that we just shot a video and the title of your email could probably be the title of the video. And then you can then link right to it from the email. Now, before you do that, though, I'm going to give you a little tip here on something that you should do. And I'll tell you why this is important. Okay. But you're just going to write a short little email. Hey, it's Scott. I just shot a quick video showing, showing uh, my best techniques on how to catch more bass in cold water. Here's the link. Go check it out. Let me know what you think. Have an awesome day. Talk to you later, Scott. Boom. Done. That's it, right? So we get people to open the email and then we have a better chance of people clicking because there's not a lot in there other than here's what I got, you know, here's what it'll do for you, here's what you need to do next. Click, done, right? So we get them to click. Now, instead of just sending them directly to the blog, maybe we want to do that, which we could, but here's something that we might want to do if we're early on in our YouTube, uh, you know, little venture here, Okay. Remember the, uh, the playlist that I had you guys create? Here's what I would do. I would go to your playlist. I would click on the video that's in the playlist. And right now there might be only one video. That's okay. Eventually there will be more. All right. But here's what you want to do. Let's pretend that you have three videos in there. Cause it'll make more sense once I, once I share this with you. All right. So I click on the video inside the playlist though. Okay. So I, again, go to the YouTube channel, click on the playlist Inside the playlist, select the video that you want, click on that, and now what it's going to do is it's going to pull up the video inside of the playlist, all right? Now, if you look on the right-hand side, if you're on desktop, you're going to see that your other videos are going to be on the right-hand side, kind of in order, okay? Your competition or the other people that have similar content will be pushed way down, right? Have you ever noticed that when you just go to a regular video, you have other suggested videos that might not be the same person, okay? Now, if you do a lot of content that's related, a lot of times that other content will be yours, but in some cases it won't be. And when you're first starting, it definitely won't be. So this way here, you're going to drop them in a playlist. And as they start to consume that content, the next piece of content will just auto play. And then they'll start to binge listen. And then what happens is now they start to get where they're giving your page um, more view time. Okay. And then that's what YouTube wants. All right. So how do you get that link is the question, right? Well, all you do is once you're in the playlist and once you've clicked on the video that you're watching, you go up to the search bar up in the top of the browser, whether that's, you know, Gmail or not Gmail, if it's, um, if it's Firefox, if it's Safari, if it's Google Chrome, whatever browser, click on that search bar tab and click or I'm sorry, copy the entire string inside of there. It'll say YouTube, and then it'll have a whole string of like playlists slash keywords slash all of this different stuff, right? Don't worry about it. Select it all, okay? 
And then that's what you're going to use in your email, but don't just copy that entire ugly link in your email. What you want to do is when you say, you know, I just shot a video, go here to watch it. When you, when you say go here to watch it, just highlight, go here to watch it. Click on the little link. Uh, icon in your email. Uh, maybe it's ConvertKit. That's what we use, or maybe it's Aweber. They all have it. Just click on the, the little link icon and then just copy that long, ugly link there. And then they won't see that. All they'll see is, you know, go here to watch the video. All right. And then they'll click on that and it'll direct them into the playlist to watch that one video. Okay. Now, I know that was a lot. Again, I broke it down on the whiteboard. So I would definitely go watch that. All right. So you definitely, definitely want to do that in the beginning stages. Okay. Now what you might want to do is you might want to send that email out day one and then maybe day three, send another email and say, Hey, I just wanted to remind you, I shot that video, go here to watch it. And on that one, you might send them directly to the blog because maybe you want to get them over to your blog because you have a way for them to buy your most recent product or um, or maybe it's uh, that you have uh, something else that's inside of that blog post that you want them to see whatever the reason is you know like I don't I don't know what the reason is for you but just everything might uh, you know might be played around a product that you're launching so that might be the thing all right so again there's not like a right or a wrong way here you need to kind of think through what are you doing it for and in this case, if I was brand new and we're starting this from scratch, I'm sending them over to the playlist inside of YouTube to start to get that working, right? And then I might wait two or three days and I might then remind them that I posted this piece of content and then I would direct them to the blog. That way I get them at both places. Um, so this way here I can kind of do both. And then maybe the following week I just do the same exact thing, but I start with the blog first and then I do the YouTube strategy second right? But the email list is a, is a way for me to notify people very quickly that I've just posted something. And as you build out the YouTube channel and you even have 200 people on your YouTube channel, you've got now got 200 people that have subscribed that are going to get notifications when you post something new. So that's another way to reach your audience. All right. So once you get through this, you rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. All right. And now this content, let me just kind of throw this in there too these pieces of content, it's also things that you could potentially then share over on Facebook or Instagram. Like, let's not go there, but you see what's happening here. We're starting here. We're building out the structure. We're distributing the content on these different channels. We're amplifying it with our email list. Let's get that dialed in before we even think about those other things. All right. But we want to rinse and repeat this. If I was you, I would try to think to myself of, you know, 10 different videos that I could do that I could commit to one per week. All right. That's 10 videos, 10 weeks, five to 10 minutes should not be hard. Commit to that. And then once you get those done, then you're going to follow through with the same thing, right? You've already found the content. So you don't have to do that strategy anymore. You're going to create the video. You don't have to create the YouTube channel, but yet you, you do have to post the video and do the playlist and, and, you know, kind of uh, do the optimization, all that stuff. Then yes, you have to post it on the blog, you know, after you've gotten your transcripts done and, you know, kind of maybe got a few images and you've keyword loaded those embedded the video, and then you're going to email the list. Like that's it. So just kind of go through that little roadmap and then just repeat that over and over and over again. And that's all, that is all, I mean, not this right here, but 
posting content on a regular basis, that's all that those bloggers that I've recently talked to have done over the years, all right? This is a way that you can actually speed up the process. I know Cassidy, she was telling me all she would do is just write a really good blog post and then let Google kind of pick it up and index it and hopefully get found. We're actually accelerating this. We're actually amplifying, you know, the content that we're creating. And we're also distributing it on multiple platforms, which is pretty cool. All right. So just remember this too. Most Amazon sellers, and I say that because a lot of Amazon sellers are not technically businesses yet. Hopefully I'm, I'm able to kind of get in there and, and help people understand that they need to build a business, not an Amazon business, but Amazon sellers are generally looking at the 5% of people that are buying right now right? What about the 45% that are going to buy four to six months from now? Why wait for that? Why not get in front of those people? And then you can still direct them over to Amazon. Because remember, as we're doing this, the purpose of doing this is to stay in front of our audience throughout the year. And as we do this, we're building out these assets. And the other cool thing is when we build out these assets, we also are now more valuable as a company. So if someone was to buy us or acquire us, we'd be worth more, right? And then going back to like the 50% that's not being paid attention to that are going to buy within 12 months of that time. All right. That, that they're not right, you know, or they're not ready right now. They're not, they're not ready to make that purchase right now. But if you were front of mind, that might speed up that process. They might, oh, you know what? I've been putting that off. I better do that. Or, you know what? That looks like a great idea. I'm going to do that. Right. So there's a lot of cool things that you can do by getting into this rhythm. And that's really what it is. It's like you're getting in a rhythm, a content rhythm, um, where you're going to be going through this process. And the first thing starts with figuring out your market, who you're serving, what niche, what sub niche you're in, and how to directly speak to those people. And that can be done by sitting down for an hour or two, blocking out some time and focusing on your YouTube, uh, you know, other people that are on YouTube and figure out what people are already posting, what has gotten engagement, what has gotten views, what has gotten liked. Again, all we're doing is seeing what's already popular and then just making our version of it, right? That's all we're doing. We're not reinventing the wheel. We're kind of looking at the data, the proven data, and then we're going off of that. It's the same thing as picking products on Amazon, right? We, we're, we're able to see what other people have already purchased, what, are, what people have already been interested in. All right. So again, I really want you to think about that 5% of people that are buying now and then 45% that are buying in the four to six months and then the other 50% that's going to be buying in 12 months. I really want you to think about that and I want you to think about this strategy, something you can start now and continue to build over the next 12, 18, 24 months and then start to see some organic traffic and really start growing your brand and building out your assets, all right? Now, if you are stuck and you're not sure how to actually do all of this stuff and you want help, definitely head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash training and uh, we will be able to help you over there. All right, guys. So that is going to wrap up this episode, this training session. And now all you have to do is go out there and make it happen. All right. So as always, guys, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I'm rooting for you. But you have to, you have to come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. I'll see you right back here on the next episode.